0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven podcast. Your online resource for
1: inclusive and accessible wellness.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. Wendy, quick question for you. Before you became a dietitian, what was your thought about carbohydrates?
1: You know, to be honest, I didn't really think about carbohydrates as in carbohydrates. (laughs) I just, carbs are like one of my favorite foods. So I just kind of like, I feel like potatoes has always been like one of my faves. Um, And I would just kind of Eat it and not really think about it. However, when I did become a dietitian, I feel like I started to notice that so many carbs were like demonized, especially carbs that come from Latin America and mm. the African diaspora, like tortillas. Like, oh, my God, I can't tell you. When I used to work in the clinics, like all of the doctors, no tortillas. And I'm like, leave tortillas right. alone or like the rice <laughs> or like <laughs> whatever. La <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what in the <laughs> world? Not, like, I never really used to think about it before. And then when I became a dietitian, I'm like, oh, God, it's like everywhere. Like everyone's hating on carbs.
0: I know, I agree. And anytime I just hear the carb hateration, just a part of my soul dies because it's like, y'all, we need carbs. Yeah. Carbs are amazing. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about why they are amazing, why we need them, the different types of carbs in this episode. And I just want you to, yeah, listen. And if you are one of those people who has unfortunately been misinformed about carbohydrates, just listen to this episode because we are going to go in defense of carbs today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's just like a lot of confusion. So I think people tend to associate carbohydrates with. I don't know, like bread, cake, (laughs) pastries, which are great, but like there are so many foods that are actually carbohydrates. And I think a lot of people just don't really know what carbohydrates mean. They don't really understand, like have a full understanding of all of the foods that have carbohydrates and also that they're an essential food group. They have so many benefits. And this makes total sense, too, because like working in the medical field, like It's not just like hearsay, like doctors are literally telling patients, like if you eat carbs, you're going to get diabetes or your diabetes is going to worsen or like it's I've seen it all like you eat this kind of carb, like and you're going to have issues with acne or like whatever. And I'm just like, where is this stuff coming from?
0: Well, it's coming from misinformation because I'll never forget. I was working in the endocrinology clinic, which if you're not familiar with endo, one of the main Things that they focus on in endo is diabetes. And one of the doctors in the clinic said, oh, thank God you're here because, you know, I meet with patients and I don't know if a piece of bread has one carb or 50, <laughs> one gram of carbs or 50 gram of carbs. And I was like, are you effing in my mind? I'm like, are you effing kidding me? You are dosing insulin, <laughs> insulin for people. <laughs> I understand why we, like the average person may not know, but if you are dosing people's insulin, which is basically in direct correlation with the amount of carbs that they're eating and you don't have any clue about how many carbs are in different foods, like that's a problem. So yeah, that's another reason why we should talk about this, this topic of carbs today. Cause I feel like there's some confusion within the world and also the medical industry. Yeah.
1: All right, well, let's get into it. So carbs, they're considered a macronutrient along with fats and proteins. There's three types of macronutrients. And carbohydrates are the body's preferred source of fuel. So they help to fuel the brain, the kidneys, the heart, other major organs. They function by providing the body with energy. They also provide a range of vitamins, minerals, all types of different nutrients that are great for us. And there's three types of carbohydrates. So there's starch, So those are like potatoes, peas, corn, rice, other grains. There are sugars, which can take the form of added sugar, but also there are natural sugars that are naturally happening in fruits, dairy products. And then there's fiber, which a lot of people find this surprising, but fiber is a carbohydrate and it comes from plant foods. And as many of you know, plays a major role in digestive health. And so experts, they typically recommend that most of our plate consists of carb-rich foods with fibrous vegetables taking up half of the plate. I know we're always talking about the plate method, but now hopefully it's all kind of making sense. And then the other half would be divided between starchy carbohydrates and protein. So if we look at the plate, 75% of that plate is actually carbohydrates.
0: Yeah. And everyone's always shocked by that because I asked my clients, like, out of the three micronutrients carbs, fats, proteins, which do you think we need in the greatest amount? And people always think proteins, yeah. right? because proteins have like this health halo, however, it is carbs. And this is true even if you have diabetes or pre-diabetes. Still, the American Diabetic Association's recommendations are pretty similar to the recommendations for the general public, which is having at least half of your plate be made up of carbohydrates. So for those of you who are doing a diet like keto, for example, oftentimes keto might say you can only have like 25, maybe 50 grams of your plate coming from carbohydrates, which is such a low, low amount, considering that when you look at the average kind of person's like intake, at least typically like 200 grams of their plate is going to be coming from carbs. Not that you have to get into the weeds about like how many grams of carbs you need, but just to give you the idea that with diets like keto, it's like well, well, well under what the recommendation is that you need per day for optimal functioning. One other thing that I want to point out is that when you do eat carbs, those are broken down into glucose in your bloodstream. And as Wendy said, they're used by the brain, the muscles and the nervous system for energy. So when people don't eat carbs, like you're probably going to feel like you have lower energy because you're not getting that preferred energy source.
1: Yeah. And if you're not eating them like consistently over time, aside from like feeling tired and hungry, you can also get headaches, feel really weak, like have a ton of unpleasant side effects that might be a red flag that you're not getting enough carbs. You're not getting enough nourishment. Now, some of you might be wondering, okay, well, like so many foods are carbs like vegetables, beans, potatoes, squash, like all these foods are carbs, yogurt, quinoa, plantains. Those foods are usually not getting hated on. It's usually like chips, cookies, cakes, breads. And so you might be wondering like, okay, well, are some better than others? Like, how do you take all of this into account since there is such a wide range of carbohydrate foods? Now, all of these foods, they're going to provide our body with energy. They they break down to glucose. However, of course, like there are foods that tend to provide more nutrients compared to other foods. Right. So like if you're eating vegetables um, and grains, like you're probably going to be getting more vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients compared to like you having a cake. Now, does that mean that you shouldn't have cake? Like it doesn't have to be so extreme is basically where I'm going. Like it doesn't mean that you can never have cake and that you should only have fruits and quinoa and like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) it just means that, you know, and I hate the word balance because it's so vague, but really just like you take all these things into account and then you plan accordingly. So like, and and this is all part of intuitive eating as well. Like you want to get nutrients in because you want your body to be healthy and functioning and all of those things, but also like you want to eat foods that are pleasurable and that you enjoy. And so honoring your health while also enjoying a variety of different foods, I think really is the way to go. And so the, there are like, I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, eat cake once a week or eat, you know, cause it, it's like, there's so much gray area when it comes to this stuff and everyone's situation is different. But I think the key thing is really variety, like just eating different types of right. carbohydrates, whether they are considered like the healthier kind or not.
0: One question I always (laughs) present (laughs) to my clients is this idea of like, there also is sometimes it is indicated to have these simple carbs like Wendy's talking about where they're not complex carbs. They're not the vegetables. They're not the beans. Maybe it's like just juice or a piece of white toast. Right. And I always say like, is there ever a scenario where you can imagine where your body might prefer simple carbs over complex carbs. And one of the ones I always recommend is when working out, right? So it's like, if you're working out and you're looking for a pre-workout snack and you're getting ready to work out within the next like 30 minutes to an hour, your body is probably going to prefer those simple carbs because they're going to break down more quickly and provide you with energy at a more rapid rate. And that's a great thing, especially if you need quick energy, right? So they both have different functions. Now, having said that, We're also not saying that energy is the only reason to eat. Like nutrition is not the only reason to eat. We always say on our podcast, pleasure is a valid reason to eat as well. So maybe the cake's not really, you know, providing you with the nutrients you need in that moment. However, maybe you're just like, I want cake and I need that after dinner to be satisfied. And it is what it is. And that's a great thing. So it doesn't have to be so rigid, so black and white. I think just asking yourself two important questions like, what sounds good? What does my body feel like eating? By the way, those are questions from Alyssa Rumsey's book, Unapologetic Eating. And just asking yourself those questions can be very helpful with getting a sense of like what you're in the mood for and like what your body is kind of saying. And maybe it's it's saying that it, it wants cake, it needs that quick energy, or maybe it's saying it needs more complex carbs, more fiber to help you feel more satisfied with your meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to listen to your body, Sounds like a broken record, but it really is important because yeah, you want to just pay attention to how your body's feeling when you're eating different types of carbohydrates. Like maybe you aren't able to digest that apple so well for whatever reason. And I don't know, maybe like an orange is a better choice or like you're noticing that you're not eating a good amount of fiber. And so as a result, you're having issues going to the bathroom. And so that's like kind of like a little flag that you can pay attention to or you're noticing that you know like whatever it's just like all these little signals that your body is sending you you can use that to inform your eating as well so that you feel your best with whatever it is that you decide to eat.
0: No I 100% agree and I I think too paying attention to your energy levels is really important Mm -hmm. because science shows us that for the most part let's say you know, it's lunchtime and you're like, huh, should I choose between cake or like a meal? (laughs) Right. And you're going to just go back to work on your computer. Like if you're focused on kind of how you feel and energy, you might find that if you have just the cake that you're probably maybe going to crash, right? But if you have the meal, you'll probably have a little more sustained energy for the afternoon to kind of power you through. Another um, way to look at it is maybe even having the meal with the cake, right? Because then you're not having the cake, which is those simple carbs by itself. You're having the cake with a meal. So you're getting fats, you're getting protein, you're getting fiber. And that all together is going to help to stabilize your blood sugar levels. So I really do think it is trial and error, And one of the things I pay most attention to is do I crash after this food? And like, you know, if I'm trying to decide what to eat, I might try to pick something that's not going to make me crash if I know that I need energy and like, I'm not in a place where I can just crash all day. (laughs) So that's another way to kind of approach it. So for those of you wondering how many carbs should you be eating? I think the
1: easiest way to kind of figure this out is having carbohydrates as part of every meal. Don't skip on the carbohydrates because what might happen is that you like skip on a meal and then you find yourself like even hungrier for the next meal. And yeah, it's just you kind of go down a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down. So just having those three meals a day or if you're going to break them down into smaller meals, that's fine, too. But always having some type of carbohydrate. So For example, putting this all into context, like maybe in the morning you have fruit with yogurt or with your eggs, you have some toast. Like it doesn't have to be super elaborate, but just like always trying to like include a little something in there. If you're going to be snacking, you could have like dried fruit, even nuts have some carbohydrates in them as well. And it'll also help you feel a little more satisfied because it has protein and fat. So it doesn't just have like one food group. A lot of these foods have like two or three different food groups too.
0: Yep. So the moral of the story is carbs, carbs, carbs. (laughs) That's my Boston accent. (laughs) All right. Get those carbs in everybody. One other consideration is for people who are active, you may have to increase your carb intake. And if you are someone who is a professional athlete or a runner, it may even be a good idea to consult with a registered dietitian who can look at what you're eating and how much you're exercising and kind of make recommendations based on the guidelines so that you have enough fuel to get through your workouts. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that if you were kind of scared of carbs going into this episode, that now you incorporate them more and you feel more excited about them. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please help us by spreading the word and letting your friends and family know to listen to the pod. We actually forgot to read a listener review at the beginning of the podcast. So I'm going to read one now. Um, This is from Sharaf W., And they write a comforting podcast. I've been listening to this podcast for a couple of years and it brings me peace. Listening to Jess and Wendy is so enjoyable. They are honest and funny. They always seem to have topics and guests that are of interest to me like burnout, decolonization of your plate. What does that really mean? And all the things about intuitive eating. I will continue to listen and support you both. That is so sweet. That made my day. Thank you so much for that very kind review. And for all of you who have left a review, just want to honor, honor you all. And if you haven't and you listen, head on over to our iTunes and drop us some stars and some words. All right, y'all. Catch you ya next time. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to connect with us online. We're most active on the gram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Food Heaven Show. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend.
1: Yep. Our podcast is released every Wednesday and each week we take a deep dive into topics like health at every size, food and culture, intuitive eating, mental health and body acceptance. If you're looking for a sustainable and inclusive path to wellness, come hang out with us to learn how to take care of yourself from the inside out. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.